0: Hi, I'm Michael, and I'm a compulsive overeater. Hi, Michael. Um, so I came here in 2010, um, and um, uh, so there's the thing people say: come for the vanity, and stay for the sanity. I came to, but the, uh, I came to scoff. <laughs> I wasn't looking for vanity, I, um, and uh, I thought that there'd be a bunch of crazy people here and there are, and, uh, and then I could make fun of you, or look down on you, or something, um, or feel better about myself, somehow that would make me feel better, I don't know, um, but um, just being honest about that, but then the unexpected occurred, and I could hear other people's experiences resonate with my own, um, so, um, yeah, if you had told me that I had a spiritual problem, uh, I would have laughed at you, I didn't really identify that I had um, anything like a spiritual problem or even that I had a body problem, I was kind of cut off um, from my body. Um, and, um, but, I would, but I was um, frequently severely depressed, um, I had terrible sleep apnea. Um, so, um, so I was tired all the time. I could fall asleep really easily. It, it was, um, like driving was kind of dangerous. Like it was really, took a lot of effort not to fall asleep while driving. Um, and, um, I had aches and pains and like walking down stairs was a little, was getting increasingly difficult. And, um, so, oh, I have a picture. Uh, so I'll pass a picture around, so that's to me around 130. Uh, 350 pounds and um, uh, so uh, that's proof that I was really big and um, uh, I was also a yo-yo dieter so um, uh, I wasn't that size all the time and I went back and forth um, when I came into recovery I wrote down like all of the things that I had done to control my body and my weight and my eating Um, And so I then I had a timeline sort of what I had done with like dieting and weight loss and stuff like that and I went basically I went back and forth. I lost 100 pounds and then regained it five times, um, which is kind of pointless, um, not good for your long term health, it turns out, um, and um, really not very sane. Uh, You would think I would have figured that out at some point, but um, uh, it, the whole thing works, right? The the addiction works to cloud my mind, and um, uh, so I'm not sane about food and eating and lots of, and plenty of other things. So um, uh, so I came I came here and I heard you guys did some things actions this is an into action meeting did some actions and then you got sane and then you weren't so crazy with whatever you were doing with food or eating or controlling your body and so i thought well i want those things i want that sanity that i see uh i want that being comfortable in your own skin that i see um so i could try doing those actions because the ones i was doing weren't really helpful (laughs) um and um because i would eat when um when i was feeling down i would eat when i was feeling lonely i would eat to celebrate with and be with other people i would eat when i was bored it was kind of just like the go-to anytime there's an uncomfortable or an unfamiliar feeling i could eat something and Then it was just the habit of eating all the time, um, or not eating all the time. Um, and uh, I had lots of days. I say this. Uh, I spell this out because maybe this, for some of you, this is your experience, where like I wouldn't have breakfast and I wouldn't have lunch, and then I would have dinner for five people, which doesn't really add up. To you know that just creates you know weight gain and ill health. Um, And um, it was a lot easier to do that, Uh, uh, it was easy to do that with the delivery food, right? And, And I had all of these rationalizations and justifications, right? Like, oh, I feel particularly hungry today, or I had less than usual yesterday, right? So, you know, I'll get two, you know, two main courses, right? And, oh, a little appetizer, oh, and a little dessert, you know? And it's just sort of, you add it all together and it's just way, way, way too much food, but one little justification at a time, right, and it kind of adds up. So I was full of those justifications for things, and um, thank you. Um, And one of the things I learned in this program is that the only person who needs a justification is somebody who's doing something wrong. So so I came here and did these things you did in these actions, and they're in the steps. And I could do the steps and try that out and see what happened and see what my experience was. And the thing that was really helpful f- for me was to use uh, the big book uh, of Alcoholics Anonymous up to page 164 as a set of instructions for how to work the steps. Um, I mean, this program exists because some people in the early 60s said, realized that they were doing with food what the alcoholics in A were doing with alcohol. Um, And so they tried doing the steps and it worked for them. So I could do that too, because I definitely use, I'm a drunk with food, and, um, uh, or diet, or dieting, and I could get really into dieting and do six months a year, even 18 months of something really extreme, the more extreme the better, really. Um, And, um, but it was just, um, Uh, you know, emotionally and spiritually out of control. And even though I had these countless attempts to control the whole thing. Um, So, uh, so I'm satisfied that uh, I'm satisfied that I can't control my eating and my body and my weight. Um, And one of the reasons I'm satisfied with that is because I made a list. Like I wrote them all down. Everything that I've done, And then I could ask myself, is there anything else I left off the list? Is there anything I think that's going to work that I could do? Because maybe I should try that first, right? Um, Because this is sort of a last resort. Um, I don't look at the list of the 12 steps and think, gosh, I'd really like to do those things, you know? (laughs) Fearless moral inventory, sign me up. I, you know, it's not a thing. It's not stuff that I wanted to do. Um, 12-step meetings are not places that I want to go to, but usually, um, and your experience may be different, but I'm just describing my experience. So it's an act of surrender to like to do these things, um, and I do them as a last resort, and that's not a negative, actually, that's part of the surrender, right? Like, I that's, a way, that's me giving up on trying to control the whole thing, needing justifications for what I'm doing. Um, and I have this problem, it's a problem with my body, when I start I can't stop, um, food makes me hungry, um, and if, if I eat a big meal today, I'm going to need to have a big meal tomorrow and the next day and the next. Um, and um, so overeating might work occasionally for a normal person, but not for me. And so I need to not overeat. Great, no problem. Then I just need to figure out what my triggers are, not do those things, stay away from those things. Perfect, I'm not gonna overeat, right? Wrong, because I also have a disease in my mind. My mind is twisted. I have these obsessions and these curious ways of thinking that get me to start, and so I can't keep myself from starting. Um, so that's why I'm hopeless, and that's why this is the last the last resort for me. Um, because I can come here, I can hear your story, I can relate to your story, um, and, um, and I can um, h- uh, believe that it's possible for me. Possible, maybe, right? And then I can just like do these things. So it, we, it's a program, it's a 12-step program. Um, never really thought about it until I was doing 12-step recovery, but the word program means a set of actions in a sequence. Right? Like you go to a, concert, a symphony concert and they give you a program and it's like these are the, the five pieces they're going to play and this is the order that they're in, right? So like, oh, it's a program. It's like that. It's a set of actions. I can do the actions and I can do them in that order and that, that's what works. So, okay, I can do that. Um, so, um, uh, so, so doing those steps as a set of actions that I can do, um, and uh, it changes my life. Right? I'm completely different, my body is completely different, the way I think is really, really different, uh, my emotional life is completely different, I'm much more stable emotionally than I ever was before, um, and uh, that's and it, there's some sense of some kind of connection with something greater than myself. It's not all about me and my ego and my personal preferences. Right, There's something more important than my personal preferences. Um, like these steps, these actions, or these meetings, or these tools that I don't particularly enjoy doing. Um, Talking about myself, like right now, not one of my favorite things to do. I don't enjoy talking about myself. Some people do. Um, But there's something more important than my preference. So, and that's the thing. Like anytime I know what's best and I don't do that, um, that's the spiritual experience, right? For me, it's not a supernatural thing. It's not a religious thing. If you get hung up on the spiritual part or the God word, like uh, I'll put my name and number on the list, and like call me. You know, like I love to talk about that stuff because I don't have any of those as conceptions, but it works for me. The program works because there's something bigger than just my everyday personal preferences. And I can be in service to that. Like the group, we read the traditions, the group has a primary purpose. And I have a primary purpose, right? And that's to seek out the direction of a higher power. To, and direction, like literally, like where is it? Is it over there? Is it over there? Is it doing this activity? Is it doing that activity? If I look for that without having to find it, without having to know, the act of looking for it is the surrender where I'm not the boss anymore. And that makes me sane. That's my experience. Um, and the steps help me, help me do that. Um, it helps me, sort of take me, takes me down a notch. Um, it helps right-size me, um, the part where I think that I'm like this really um, awful or not good enough person, right? That's also this egocentric exaggeration, right? Because I'm actually better than that, than these negative ways I think about myself a lot of the time. And um, so I can right-size my self-image and then get in get into a relationship with something greater than myself and that makes me sane and by the way being a sane person generally does not involve overeating mm-hmm. so then so like i get the thing that i wanted at the beginning but not because i decided it or i did it um, it's this gift that i experience um, and i'm really grateful for and the thing that works when nothing else does is step 12, is carrying the message. So just, uh, you know, finding a way that I'm so grateful to be invited today, right? Because any time that I get to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps, it helps me stay sane, it helps me practice the steps, it helps me not overeat. And that's so wonderful, and I can't do it for myself. Um, Left to my own devices, I'll do those other things I spent my whole life doing. Um, so um, that's the, um, I heard somebody tell me at one point, uh, like if you don't hear in a meeting what you, want, what you want to hear, then you can say it, right? And then you'll hear it, right? So like I get to practice that today. So I, like I don't know what the right message is for you, but I can say what I need to hear, and that's going to help me. And I can have faith. That, that might help you. And if it doesn't, then you can come back another time and you can hear somebody else or just stay later for the meeting where there's more sharing, right? And you hear somebody else's experience. Maybe that's what resonates for you. And then you hear your your experience with food echoed in somebody else and that's kind of miraculous and that's like a bolt of lightning. That's a higher power, right? That's not a thing you can, I can do for myself. I can't concoct and uh, you guys talking about your experiences—that just doesn't work. So, um, uh, so I'm really grateful for this uh, program. I don't want to overeat today. It's wonderful that I can be a room in a room of 20 people who also don't want to do crazy things with food today. Um, and uh, like we're in a boat together, and uh, I really appreciate that. So, thanks. Thank you.